We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to Talking Buffalo, featuring conversations with guests from around the world of sports, media, pop culture, and all things Buffalo, with your host, Patrick Moran. All right, welcome everybody to a late night edition of Talking Buffalo, part of the Blue Wire Network. We are live here late on a Thursday night at Imperial Pizza. The Imperial Series continues. I am joined tonight by somebody who's been with me on Mondays over the last month or so. Um, longtime friend of mine, Buffalo's best kept podcasting secret. <laughs> My man, Tone Fox, what's going on, man? What's up, man? I, I, you know, I feel like it's pretty disappointing to anyone who might be checking out this imperial series to see like all these these name guys and then like i just show up out of nowhere like i would kind of be like eh. i threw it to you like this afternoon too it wasn't even like pre-planned much. yeah no like look I, like this i'll put it to you like this and i wish you nothing but continued success with your podcast <laughs> and beyond but i feel like it's at least possible all right that in like 10 years We'll be looking back and being like, "Yeah, man!" As soon as as soon as Tone Pucks popped up on that Imperial thing and shit, I knew that shit was kind of winding down on his ass. <laughs> <laughs> this is the jump in the shark moment of the Imperial Live series. I, 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 it's, it's 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 you know, let's hope not. Let's hope not. And maybe, maybe, just maybe, you know what I mean? Like the two people who liked my Facebook post that we were doing this live <laughs> are tuning in. And, uh, you know, giving you a bump. Um, respectfully, I'm joking because it's not really respectfully at all. But the numbers have actually been really good over the last four weeks. This is stuff that I didn't want to tell you. I did not want to arm you with this kind of information. No. because I was like, you're going to get safe. I told I'll my tell wife, you why in a second, but you're totally safe. No, I'm like, he's going to get diva on me, man. The numbers no. start going up when you're on. You're going to get diva on me. Look, I'm, I'm a firm believer. And again, all right, wishing you nothing but the best and, and good fortune and, and you know, uh, factual uh, numbers to support the show's success. But somewhere along the line, all right, I don't know what sort of algorithms are used. All right. But I got to think. I've never seen anything look as favorable to the 
the views and viewers and and clicks or whatever than a fucking podcast. Like I, like <laughs> I log on shit sometimes like on YouTube and I'm like, you know, whatever, 27 views, you know, it's been up for like maybe a half hour or something and I'm like, I don't know. You know, I I've kind of been in and out like 14 of those 27 times myself is it just counting me 14 times or i like i i I just you know i think i think podcast statistics are very uh uh very liberal maybe on the video side which i don't know that much about which by the way everybody who's tuning in whether you're watching this live here at from us or us i should say at imperial pizza whether you're going to check this out on the audio side which most people do by the way this video is uh still growing it's great to be here i love this place and, and i can't help but think how ironic and, and kind of funny it is well maybe it's not that funny but two dudes who are well you weren't born on the west side raised on the west side though for the most part no no no, no. you're you're mistaking the fact that you know i went to eden for a stretch in grammar school but i was born on the west side. okay so two born and raised west siders right now here in south buffalo with microphones in our hands on a thursday night in the year 2023 look at us we made it who would have thought <laughs> <laughs> i yes yes we have arrived we have arrived it took us uh 51 years and and plenty of uh hiccups along the way but here we are man <laughs> here we are here look we at are. us look at us all seriousness i i know you're not that familiar with south buffalo I, i'll say this for for people like who grew up on the west side and just know the west side hashtag scully and pretty much nothing else this place is imperial to me is like the lenovas of, of south buffalo like at, this is the place like on the west side when we grew up Lenovo's was the spot in South Buffalo. There's two spots. If you're out drinking and you want to go to the bar and pull an all nighter, it's Doc Sullivan's. You want to come and eat and get good food and you sit at the bar here and have, have a couple beers. It's Imperial pizza. You know what I mean? It's, it's like, that's not even a debate when it comes to South Buffalo, it's Imperial. Just like when we were growing up on the West side, it, it was Lenovo. You know, that's kind of like what this place is just in a different neighborhood. I'll take your word for it. <laughs> By the I way, I don't, you know, I, I, I don't, I don't travel these parts uh, frequently, but seriously, man, this place is, is, is sweet. It I is, like the, nice. uh, good setup. Yeah, man. I mean, yeah, the setup is solid. And the fact that they give your ass like a fucking corner to put some giant, uh, you know, movie theater light up and stuff like that. Um, you know, have you never been here before? Have you? We, I don't. We I don't. I don't think I can even say that I've been here one time. Yeah, I mean, we ate here a couple of weeks ago. We got food and had it sent to my house before we did a show. But yeah, this is actually I never thought of it. This is your uh, your first time here. Yeah, it's a uh, it's it's a really cool spot. And listen, for for people, before we lose the audience here, we're gonna talk some bills. We got some sabers to get to for sure. Uh, a really big game for the Bills on Sunday. A big uh, handful, a couple of days coming up with the Sabres. Some, I think anyway, some pretty significant um, roster decisions looming for sure. Uh, some people know this, especially if they've been listening for the last handful of weeks or so. But Tony and I have known each other, grew up together on the West Side, became friends in high school, early on in high school. I was one year ahead of you. But anyway, we've known each other for well over three decades. So... A lot of times when, when we get together, kind of stories just or comments fly out and people are sitting at home wondering like what the hell are these guys talking about. 
That's just from years and years of, of knowing each other. I don't want to call it chemistry, though. We don't really have chemistry. We just know each other real well. I, you know, I mean, we could do chemistry. We could say chemistry. Can it's we? fun. It's fun. Like I was, I was, I was looking forward to this. I know we got to get to, yeah, you know, your, your bills and sabers, but, but like, you know, I like driving here. I was like, what a fun way to cap my day. But part of it is because I, I absolutely killed it. Like during the, the, you know, the early part of my day. I mean, I just, I, I had a great day. All right. I delivered on, on everything. Today. I mean, I just nailed it, man. I you know, from you, from good. from the U-Haul that I rented, Max U-Haul uh, benefit had a couple of, of a buddy, couple of uh, kids of a buddy, you know, doing some doing some yard work mm -hmm. for me. Nailed that. Um, were you there? Was it today? Were you? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I I was able to uh, find some time for you to come over and do stuff to my computer and shit. Nailed that. Picked up. You didn't Google. nail anything. You when well, you opened the door yeah, for me. Yeah, but I was That's home a, and I was home in time. I was on a tight schedule and I was home in time for you to do your thing. I I put together his uh, not put together his computer, but some software on your computer for when you inevitably start blowing me off about taking that twenty five to thirty not, minute ride. Not far off. <laughs> so that not I'm saying, all right, well, at least I can send you a link and you could do it on Streamyard because we've been doing our shows every week at my home studio. So I know inevitably inevitably that's coming so i that's why i'm kind of urgent like yo we got to get this shit that's smart that's, that's smart that's normally not something i i, I would uh attribute to you but that's that's <laughs> well played that's 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 well played by the way and in, in all your, <laughs> like, in all your yeah. glory today i rolled up to your house in kenmore right around noonish or so and there you are i didn't say the street Oh, uh, you know, still. Well, there you are in all your glory, shirtless. I was shirtless. <laughs> I was shirtless. It was fucking hot. Shirtless shooting hoops on a new on a new uh backboard that you got a basketball hoop, which yes, is sir. no, that was pretty cool. But yeah, you shooting, you know, it looks half naked, not so awful, much. awful in my backyard, right? Yes. Like I've got, <laughs> I've got a nothing special or anything like that. But it's you know, it's it's dainty. It's uh. You know, uh, my my girlfriend uh, li likes pink, so pink is represented in the backyard. Pink shed, shit like that. And then I just roll up with like this this, you know, I don't want to say beat up because you know it's not bad. Someone hooked me up with it, and I appreciate it. Um, but yeah, man, I got like cinder blocks on it and shit, holding it down. It's a bit of an eyesore, but <laughs> if it keeps the kids busy, all right, we will do it. Uh, you know. I'll do anything, all right, that, that gives me breaks throughout the day with the four and the seven-year-old. Exhausting. Uh, our mutual childhood lifelong friend Jason Lombine said, nail that nap on Pat's couch from what I hear. He's talking about last week when last you week. took that little cat last nap week. before. I, uh... didn't, I, didn't, I didn't fall asleep. <laughs> but, you know, did you see what I put on Facebook? I said, you know, if you chime in and say hi, I'll derail the podcast oh, with yeah, some story about good, Do you know how many fucking Longbine stories <laughs> I could derail oh, this podcast God. with? <laughs> oh, my God. Love them. Um, well, you know what? And that's why I'm glad, Sarah, in all seriousness, briefly get serious. This is why I'm glad I have you here tonight, because this does give us a chance to be a little bit more conversational with this episode, because typically now, at least during football season anyway, you're with me. We tape on Sundays for Mondays, and that's pretty much, you know, we could bullshit for a few minutes. But then we got it. People are tuning in because they you, we got to get into the Bills recap. 
good, bad, or indifferent, we need to talk about the game pretty much from the start. So this is a nice little, uh, nice little change. One of the reasons, one of the reasons, uh, biggest reasons that I was looking forward to it because I knew I wouldn't have to just talk straight fucking bells. <laughs> I was man. I was like, I was like, all right, you know, let's let's. No, but cut loose a little I, bit. I, I actually, I completely agree. And this is one of the cool things about having somebody that you've known for most of your life because. You know, I have all these great recurring guests or, you know, uh, occasional guests, but most of them, I haven't known them that long. Like, I can't really relate to shit that they're talking about when they were younger and stuff like that. So that's one of the cool things about having you on, which is funny because I don't even know if you remember this. And then we'll get into some bills. Well, maybe we will. Maybe we won't. You, you say association. You always say jokingly. Well, I don't know if you're joking or not, but with your kids, the road to the road to the association. It starts here. Um, I don't know if you remember this, but. We were, I don't know, joking, by the way, joking mm -hmm. like a motherfucker. Just they're four and seven years old. They love them some basketball. So I love to joke how I've got them on the road to the association. <laughs> now that's somewhat helped out by the fact that they are likely to be uh, about six, five or six, six. But uh, it is all jokes. Go ahead. Go back. Go back. No, I was saying. I went, so I played, I starred at Duville College. I was you a starter for one year in the early 90s. What's I, pathetic <laughs> is I came to a game. Like, you what did. the fuck? You came I to Buff State, right? nothing better to do you and than Mike. to come and watch you play for Duville. It wasn't Why that bad. I, well, I mean, it wasn't that bad. I guess, I guess, I guess. Jesus I must. Well, I mean, that's just like, that's that, uh, the epitome of no life. All right, That's I go fair. to to Uville Buff State basketball game. What else game are you gonna do? You're 19, like, 20 years old, man. What else was, I was really probably going? waiting that, to drink after that? Drinking, was probably, yeah, you might have drank probably, before probably, you came in. There had to be an I actually remember. Motive. I think you guys. It was it was at Buff State. I'm pretty sure you and you and uh Mike Belsano. I think came to it. But anyway, I played at Duville for not even a full season, for a half season, like literally one semester. Average like. Six points a game, or maybe a couple assists. I got, I didn't, I started a couple games. I had a lot of playing time. Anyway, long story short, I wasn't shit. I was playing for a tiny little school. Duval's a much bigger program now than yes, it was. Yes, like that's what I yeah, was yeah, way, yeah, I, yeah, That's yeah, what yeah. I wanted to jump oh, yeah, in on. Back, like they are, like they're they're headed to two. Yeah. We don't have any. We don't have any D, yeah. like D twos in the area. Right. And all of a sudden, here comes Duval casting in on the Canadian kids. Well, all right, putting putting yeah. D two. Well, when I played there. there, it was kind of like a, a it was like junior college level. I don't even, I don't even know. Junior was. college is better than three. But, well, we played Buff State. We played Cuca. So I remember taking a couple of those road trips, but anyway, getting away from my point here, I played dime a dozen, nothing special about me as what as it would be to lie and say I was better than I was. But anyway, we were drinking at your house one night. You lived on Hoyt. I can't remember between what what two streets did you live on Hoyt. Remember, it was like above the garage. Of course, dude. What were the two? The what were the two, what were the two side streets or intersectional? Oh man, I can't remember. I it was I'm, near Lafayette High School, though. I, I'm, I'm, let's just say that. Yeah, yeah. All right, yeah. I mean, so, I'm feeling like Bird was a side street. You know, like like a Bird Delavan right. kind of thing. It was the greatest house of all time. Okay, it they, was pretty cool. They man. were old people who felt like they had to follow the rules and rent it as a one bedroom because of some fire codes in the upstairs. That shit was a three bedroom. <laughs> all right. The minute I walked in there and, and, and I was like, Oh my God, they're running. This as a one bedroom. 
and saw that there were two bedrooms no. upstairs and it was like four and a quarter. I was like, I knew Danny, Jay, and we're all fucking moving. We're well, all moving in. Yeah, there. It was one. I don't remember. What a place. I, I can't remember. What a place. I can't remember for sure if Jason was home that night, but you were definitely there. Obviously, Dan Foglia, um, Erica Stats. I'm throwing out full names here, whether they want them or not. Whether they want them or not, they're getting it here. Um, and Mike Belsano. And Second we time. and by the way, we are here live at Imperial, so you're gonna hear some motorcycles going by down uh, mm, up like and down Amber Road. Didn't chips come up on the? I'm looking at me looking into the camera like I'm Eric Estrada <laughs> on chips. I we got drunk and you had a fax machine. Why did you have a fax machine? You had a fax machine. Bro, I don't know. Well, anyway, back in there was no email this time. I'm making our shit sound old, but that's what it was. No email, no social media, none of that shit. Anyway, we got drunk. And I decided I was going to declare for the NBA draft. Oh, that was <laughs> I literally wrote out something. I don't remember I what I wrote word for word. I but don't know. I, we I, literally legally or faxed in the documents to the NBA office, legally declaring myself eligible for the NBA draft. I I don't know. I am, I'm totally remembering, um, you know, the funny time. I don't know if it was a fax, though. It I was. I feel like we may have used like so, something else for you to declare. I'm not, I know I'm I not declared. 100% sure. But, yes, you did I, declare <laughs> for the NBA draft, and that was funny. That, that, that was funny. Um, you, weren't, you weren't known for your laughs. You weren't known for What do you mean laughs? I wasn't known for my laughs? I wouldn't say that you were known for your laughs. What was I known for? I I don't agree with that. I always was well, told were, I was pretty you funny. Were funny, but I mean I don't think like like if if people not Frank's like, like if your name came up not like Dan Foglia like, funny. Yo, that motherfucker was funny. Like you know, not like Dan Foglia funny, funny when we were Danny young. Danny was funny. Yeah, Danny <laughs> was funny. But no, nah, you pulled that you you pulled that one real well, real well. Declaring for the draft out of out of Duval. That was good stuff. Where are you watching the game on Sunday? The Bills playing nine thirty in the morning. Like, bro, you I have just got I just got. Not just, but just before I had to like take off for the football game, I was refereeing tonight. I got the call from my mother offering to watch the kids overnight on Saturday into Sunday and through some of the game. Yeah. All right. Now, look, that may not seem like anything, but, you know, these two like aren't like 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 my like my mom, you know what I mean? And uh, and stepdad. They've they've done the grandma grandpa thing already with my twenty something kids. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? You know these 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 little dudes. You know four and seven. They don't. They, you know my, my mom. You know does does what she can, but she ain't got the energy anymore. Like that house is like a combined right. hundred eighty years old. You know what right. I mean? She came out of nowhere with a fucking sleepover offer tonight. That's putting that me out. Clutch. That's getting me out Saturday night. All right with O'Sherry. I haven't even told her yet. They ain't like she's watching this, but that's getting us out on Saturday night and the house empty on Sunday for the Bills game. So, you know, long way around to your answer. While I was probably would have been looking for a place for Sunday, I think if I'm kidless Sunday morning, I'm just getting up and, you know, just, just ready to roll. Yeah. Like that. I'm going to uh, Elegantville on Saturday for Oktoberfest, something that we have – a couple of friends of mine, uh, my wife, we haven't done that in like nine or ten years. We used to go every year. We rent it. We'd all chip in, get a chalet, you know, chip in for for booze, for food, and having a fun weekend. But I don't know what a chalet is. It's, it's, it's kind of like a house. It's it, a house. It's like an, a fancy apartment complex, but okay. instead of little tiny apartments, 
it's actually full size living areas. All right. Um, so yeah, I don't, I don't know if we're going to get up really early Sunday to make the drive back to Buffalo, or if we might just stay in Ellicottville and hang out and, and watch the game and, and come back. Obviously we'll be doing the post game at some point on Sunday. Um, which by the way, I'm intentionally not fully setting you up with your remote shit yet. So you yeah, will be trying with to get me, me over. You're trying to get me over on Sunday, <laughs> which by the way, you know, I should have said this at the beginning too. What, what is this? October 5th, Thursday night, late October 5th. It is freaking gorgeous out man it's october this I is dope, beautiful man. this is this is as good as it gets is this like even does this even count as fall weather right now like is this even fall weather to you it still feels summerish to me but we're in october nah, but everybody so, like, like the whole what, fall what, is what, elite is this fall is this fall to you um no no but it's not completely out of the realm um Live here, anything my happen? My, one of my kids will wear this hat. Somebody, like one of my kids will wear this hat. Someone just dropped this off at like, our table. Underdog, nice little. Well, that's actually a pretty cool hat, man. Buffalo hat. So anyway, look it up. One there. of my kids will rock the shit out of that. Go check it out. Anyway, go ahead. Um, fall is elite right now. Is this is, this is this elite or is this even fall, man? Yeah, well, this like is, hoodie and shorts. Is, oh, but hold on, hold on. What's it, let's like? What's funny is. No matter who you talk to about how uncharacteristic the weather has been the last couple of days, everybody knew that starting tomorrow, it was going to suck, right? Yeah. Like, like everybody knew it would be like, well, you know, enjoy it while you can because yeah. Friday's going to be fucked up. Yeah, you know Saturday. I mean? like, I mean, like, Friday don't look terrible. It's just it's about to dip from a high of 80 to like a high of 60, and that's, you know, that's, that, that's quite a dip. But I found it funny that no matter who I talked to about, you know, the weather the last couple of days, everybody knew that that shit was ending like in the next couple hours. Yeah. Um, well, I know it's definitely going to be ending on Saturday. Aaron was telling me about it because I'm going to Ellicottville. I'm yeah, like, this is that, dope. This is weather. It's going to be cold, shitty, a little windy rain. That'll limit It's still going to be fun, bit. though. Ellicottville oh, for Oktoberfest is, uh, is really cool. But anyway, like I said, we're Tone Bucks here live at Imperial Pizza. All right. The bills are in route right now if not already in london let me start here let me ask you a pretty straightforward that's question. kind of fun i i kind of yeah. like the fact that you know they're flying and you know you know when they're flying you know what i mean like it's like during you know, your, during your perfect day there during your perfect day that you nailed today i did you probably didn't get a chance to read uh jay skirts get an article in the buffalo news and i thought it was great it took you inside the bill's planning for this trip in terms of sports science the flight like all the uh, the schematics of it it was a really good article by jay but uh, it sounds like would, it sounds like it, it would be you know an entertaining read it's the kind of thing that i would find interesting i did hear some sports science um you know talk about it uh, I, I can't remember early earlier in the week maybe sal was alluding to it um and yeah, I'm glad that that somebody ran with the. That's 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 a good, smart piece. Yeah, it right, was that I think. Uh, um, you know that I. It was. It I was, think takes you inside. You know something that matters, man. Something that I think matters when the team you're facing is already there, and we'll get to how I feel about that. But you know, I think it's even more important to if there is such an such a thing as to gain an edge or to truly prepare all right you know 
the the athlete's body mm-hmm. for for this trip and you know um to be in in peak yeah. uh, position to perform on sunday if ever if ever it mattered it's it's when the other team is still there yeah yeah they've been there this is their second week there although they have to switch hotels yeah, I like, that. I like over. that pettiness. Yeah, yeah it is a little, little bit little petty. Bit. Hey, look, man, we got that hotel. I know you're already there, but get the fuck out. But, yeah, the article kind of spoke of the, the sports science part of it, their sleep schedule, like having them stay up for a certain amount of time and then sleep in to kind of get acclimated a little bit. But all that stuff aside, which, again, it was a an entertaining and informative read from, from Jay Skursky. But I, I guess my question to you, pretty straightforward, is – are you worried about this? Well, I know you're a little bit worried about this game. Are you worried about this being, I hate even using the word letdown. Is letdown the right word to use when you're playing a team like Jacksonville? Because Jacksonville's not the Bears or the Commanders or the Raiders. They're, you know, they're a pretty quality football team, even if they're only two and two. Are you worried about a letdown? Um, 100%. And I believe that letdown works. All right. I, I As a matter of fact, I don't think that, uh, trap game and letdown is necessarily the the same thing. I'm not okay. gonna, I, you know, um, I don't buy into trap game. Trap trap game is something that somebody wanted to, you know, get a little too fancy with over a letdown. Maybe maybe what I'm saying is I believe that they're really just one and the same. Um, but 100 worried about a letdown. You can call it a letdown against just about anybody. Just about anybody. Actually, you know, you might say less of a trap game. If, if you're a believer in trap game, I think the opponent matters. So Jacksonville, you know, like the Giants would be a trap game if you're someone who buys into trap game. Okay. Jacksonville, no. Jacksonville's, I think, even though they've gotten off to a bit of a slow start and they're not lighting, you know, the world on fire, they were viewed by many to be the, you know, to be the favorite in, in the South. Mm-hmm. All right. So – I don't. I don't see it as a trap game. If you're a buyer, uh, a believer in that, but letdown, one hundred percent, man. I, it's not just a matter of being worried about it. Like I'm on. I'm on full blown DefCon five, man. I really. If I, um, you know, if I were to throw money out there, it would. It would. It would not be on the Buffalo Bills. Really? Yeah, man. No doubt, dude. No doubt. There's a lot of things that I just don't like the the scent of going into this game. I do not like, all right, the fact that Rousseau has not practiced these last couple days. Rousseau has been huge. Yeah. He has been a big, big contributor, um, you know, in in, in hurrying hurrying the quarterback. Everything. Yeah, for sure. Um, I don't think that – like I think Vaughn's ready. I think Vaughn was probably ready for the beginning of the season as, as well. I think so. Will that offset you know a potential Rousseau absence? Sure, but uh, you know I don't like it being our our, our first week without Trey. I think it's going to take some time to get into um, what that's going to look like. And even without you know without him this week is is the Benford question mark? It's very very worrisome red con, on the red defensive side of the uh, on the defensive side of the ball right now man and you know once these little things start to add up if you're you know if, if you care about the travel piece too the bills traveling this week jacksonville already being there um 
I think there's I think there's reason for a tremendous amount of concern this week. Having said that, all right, if they go out and just slap Jacksonville around, I mean that tells me they're just you know insanely dialed in this year. They're just they're just they are dialed the fuck in. They are not ready to have letdowns. They probably come home and slap the Giants. Now I'll get that totally reversed and wrong. But seriously, I, I think if they go out there and um and lay it on the Jags, as worried as I am, they like they lay it on the Jags, and now it's like it's it's kind of on, man. It, it's kind of on. We might we might just be looking at like an eight and one football team in a month. I want to I want to unpack a couple of the points that you hit on. Lots to unpack there. In terms of being worried, I can say I'm not worried. I'm not not level five though, like you. But Greg Rizzo has not practiced. For people watching and listening, he had, he did not practice Wednesday or Thursday. I know this isn't always the case, but more times than not, if you ain't practiced at all at any level not even limited on Wednesday or Thursday, you're probably not playing on Sunday. That's the way it usually goes, and especially early in the season. So I would be highly surprised if Greg Rizzo plays on Sunday. I think he has been about as good as you realistically could hope that he could be going into year three this year. I think he's put everything together, rushing the passer, playing the run. He's doing everything. Last year he would do a little here and a little bit there. Now he's doing it seemingly everything. So anyway, that would be a big loss. Vaughn Miller is an interesting, interesting thing to me because I have been saying for weeks without knowing shit about how he, you know, how well he actually physically is. I, I don't know that. I don't think most people do. I was like, there ain't no chance he's playing this week. No chance at all. He'll come back and he'll play against the Giants. And also, you know, you mentioned Trey. Do you remember last year? I mean, you weren't doing podcasts and stuff last year. We just followed the Bills, of course. Remember last year when every week it was like, or they said Trey was coming back. He was going to be back by the bye. And then it was after the bye against Green Bay. I remember hearing that for weeks and weeks and weeks. That's when you bring him back. He missed a couple more weeks after that. And we all thought he was going to be back. So I kind of learned from last year to not even take it for granted. Even if Vaughn says he's going to play. Because Vaughn's a stud. But Vaughn says a lot of shit that doesn't come to fruition. I'm going locally. I'm going apples to oranges there, man. I, I am. I think, I think the situation is different between the two. I think I yeah like I think there was there was a hesitation with Trey, with Trey um, oh, you yeah, know yeah, yeah. And, and like Vaughn has you know even though some of it is just you know Vaughn being Vaughn uh, I think Vaughn's been ready since week one man I I, I think he's been ready since week one and it, despite being someone who um, also felt like we would not see him until the Giants. The fact that that he, you know, him that traveling. he hopped on that bird. The, the yeah. fact that he hopped on that bird, man, sure. dude's playing. I mean, dude is. You think playing. he's playing? I won't go that far. I will say that I will no. I'm no longer going to be shocked if he plays. I would have been shocked until he got on the plane. All right. Well, the betting and odds Rizzo, for him to play. Die, well, I'm just gonna do, like he's minus two eighty to play. Is he really? No, I don't fucking know. I'm just making that <laughs> shit up. I'm saying he's minus. Oh, you're to making play. the bet. Plus three fifty, not two. You will in the late three fifty that he doesn't. I don't gamble like you, but if I did, I would say that he don't play. That yeah. would be my bet. 
Well, yeah. I mean, if you get the odds, if the odds are in your favor, go ahead. If he's anything less than 100% and Greg Rizzo's out. He's not. There's just. You're convinced he's 100% right now. Without question, man. This is a very, very careful um, football franchise right now. And, And, you know, they know where, you know, they got to be in December and January, man. He is not. What well, makes me think that he's putting, not going to play? He, he is not setting foot on a on a field without being one hundred percent. Right, that dude is one hundred percent. You sound confident that he's a hundred percent. I'm not. There's there. no way he sees the football field at anything. You're talking less. about even on a practice level. Yes. There's uh, no way he sees playing. a football field at anything less. Now look, you know, I don't know. If if we put him through a uh, you know uh, through a cone drill, is he running it as 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 fast as he does you know in the middle of the season of a year where he's not injured? No, maybe he's not a hundred percent of his cone drill speed. But Did you I'm watch any of his clips? In terms of the in terms of, and I'm going to use a, a word that is ridiculous for a fucking chump like me to use. But in terms of the integrity of the knee. All right, my man is 100%. He's 100%. And he's playing. Quick shout out to a couple of people who are following along. Friends of ours, Oscar Weaver. By the way, it was his birthday the other day, so happy birthday to him. They just need to stick to what they're doing. Just want to win over the pond. Uh, Jamie Berry, hey, boys, good to see you. That's another uh, childhood friend of ours. Agreed. They are, or they are, I can't even read this. My eyes are getting bad, dude. They're above the letdown phase. That's what he's saying. Jamie agrees with you, or doesn't above agree. The, he says they're above it. So I, I tend I to like agree it. with him. I like All right, it. So what I was starting to unpack was some of the stuff you were talking about, which whether you're right or wrong about Vaughn, I still am a little more skeptical than you. But it could happen. If he got on the plane, he is a good chance he could play. But even, and even if he does. What's your percent then? If you're like, if you're like him and Han, what's your percent? Like 35, I'm like 90. 30, 30 to 35% that he plays. Oh my God, dude! That's a terrible I, take. This is an organization. That's a terrible. Well, take. you kind of said it during your take, where you said, you know, this is about de- December and January right now. Uh, if he's ninety-seven and a half percent, I ain't playing him on Sunday. I'm just not going to do it. Give him another week. I want another full week of practice, and then you come back and you play in prime plus is prime time. I mean, I thought that so means too. a little something. I, I I thought so too, man. But I, you know, I, I'm just. And maybe, maybe I am, maybe I am getting sucked in a little bit by the need to go to him, you know, to rush to him with Rousseau out. But I don't think so. I think, I think that, I think Bond was, again, I think he was 100% from the jump, man. I think the Bills just said, look, look, I, I, it wouldn't shock me. Okay. If doctors even said, you know, Sean, Brandon, I, I know it sounds crazy, man, but this dude is 100%. All right. And Sean and Brandon still said, I can't fucking do it. Right. I, I hear you, Doc, but I can't fucking do it. And if that's the case, all right, and Bond waited four weeks at 100%, which I believe is the case. I believe is the case. All right. He's playing. God, yo, listen, if anybody can find those betting odds, where's the camera again? Right literally in front of your face. 
if anyone can find those betting odds of Bond being active on on uh, on Sunday, please uh, text the show and and let me know. I'm gonna I, pound it. I just I'm got, talking like like mortgage payment pounded. I'm pounding it. I just <laughs> I want him to play. I want to see Von Miller play, but I think it would be really funny if by the time people are listening to this later, maybe I'm late Friday morning, early Friday afternoon as Reese rolled out. Not me. <laughs> Not me. I'm going I'm going home tonight. You're with all my, in with this day. I'm going home tonight with my 20 wings. Is this gonna be up? <laughs> oh, it's live. Yeah, I can like put it right on I well. put it right on my right on my big TV and just start watching this. <laughs> We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, we are here live at Imperial Pizza. Listen, Vaughn Miller, whether he plays or not, whether uh, Rizzo ends up playing or not, and I don't think he's going to, I, I do have concerns, but not as much as you. And here's the reason. There's a difference between, to me, this Buffalo Bills team this year as opposed to, say, the last couple of years when they've been really good under Josh Allen. If it was, if your reasoning was, oh, Josh is just unstoppable right now, Stephon Diggs is unstoppable right now, blah, 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 I'd be like, yeah. They lost to Jacksonville a couple of years ago. What I like about this team, to me, that's different than what it's been over the last couple of years is I love the trenches right now with this football team. They're built to dominate games where if Josh isn't playing great, they can run the football now. You've talked about this on the show a couple of times over the weeks. They got three quality, good running backs. The offensive line is playing really good. They have they have held some dominant defensive uh, ends and, and defensive tackles in check over the last few weeks. And we all know the defensive line is just crushing everybody. Even if Greg Rizzo doesn't play, they're probably the deepest defensive line rotation in the NFL right now. So I like the trenches on this team, and I like the coaching. So I, And I just think it travels well. I think the Bills have done a superb job of coaching, including Ken Dorsey, and even the Jets game. I don't blame him. I blame the players more for the Jets loss than, than Ken Dorsey. Minus one or two plays. But I think coaching in the trenches has been so good that that's why I'm not worried about a letdown like I would be 
in previous years. And you're looking at me, you like you think I'm fucking nuts. Look, you ain't you are not you're not nuts because you're not in the minority. I've been hearing it all week. Bro, for good reason. This city has been dying to fall in love, all right, with the guys in the trenches for as long as I have been giving a shit about the Buffalo Bills. All right. This this city because you know the 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 smart fan. What's the smart? You know the guy who wants to think about. You know, I, yeah, I'm a little smarter than the average fan because I look at the lines. You know, what I mean, I look at the line play. Um, we, I, I just like, we just all of a sudden decided that we are a force in the trenches this week, and I'm just like, they have been though. It's three games, man. It's three games. I'm not ready. I'm not ready. You said that after all the right, Washington to have game. a parade for the trenches, for the guys in the trenches Washington after three recap. games. All you kept saying, you wouldn't even recap the Washington game. All you kept saying is, I need to see it against Miami. You probably said that 25 times. Then you see it against Miami, and it's, you're, that's still not good. You're not. You're still not convinced. You're Look, not sold. I, I, oh, well, I... I saw our skill position guys and our scheme really dominate Miami. Mm -hmm. But I don't know that I'm that quick to jump to the trenches against Miami simply because, all right, I don't know how in love I am with Miami in the trenches. Now, I know going into the last uh, podcast, coming right off the game, you wanted to talk about, the uh, how we how we neutralized Wilkins, uh, Wilkins. And, and and look the, yo Bradley the film the the film definitely bear that out um you know no Phillips I I think matter but look yeah yeah we definitely got the better of them in the trenches we we are definitely on a stretch of football right now the past three games where the trenches are fun to talk about. All right, but I'm not all the way there. I'm I, I'm just not all the way there. You want to talk about the depth in the trenches and the fact that you know we could throw in a David Edwards, although it's the depth of tackle scares the shit out of me. Um, certainly the depth on the defensive line. I've said it myself; it's amazing. Yeah, I've called the defensive line the best in football. You know, and now I want to now I want to backtrack a little bit on, really? on trenches. You know what I mean? Which is, <laughs> you know, I, I'm definitely contradicting myself. But there was look, there was just a little too much love for the trenches this week. Okay, I I need a bigger sample size. I got to have a bigger sample size. Okay, let's say that. Let's not use the word dominate. Maybe dominating in the trenches is, is a stretch. Let's just say the trenches are even adequate, little above adequate right now. That's when you factor in the guys like Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs and James Cook and Gabe Davis. And then the defense, Matt Milano's playing at a level that very few players on defense, forget about just linebacker, are playing these days. The defensive line we keep talking about has been great. Mike Hyde has been great. I mean, his team doesn't lack. It's not like they're like, uh, you know, the old Washington Redskins in the 1990s where it's just big bullies up front and they're going to wear you down. This is a team that'll get out in front and, and beat the shit out of you and, and do it with finesse too, man. Look. All right. I feel good about this team. Those right are now. great points. All right. Those are great points. You should feel good about this team. There is no question. All right. No question 
that my fears going into this game um, are are kind of you know just in my in in in, in the fiber of 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 me through the years, you mm-hmm. know, um, and that's just that's it's there, it's so there. It's I can't do anything about it. But history. look, but look, they win this game. They don't need. How big is how important is this game? Is it just enough? Like Miami was not just one of seventeen. Is this one of seventeen? Like uh, if they is, win. They win. They're going to answer a lot. I mean, I I agree with you. If they win this game, especially convincingly, the media nationally is going to be all up on the Bills if they're not already after what they did to Miami. Yeah, Let's just say they lose the game. Let's say you're. It's, your it's honestly, I put all the way back to the Jets. I go all the way back to the Jets as far as its level of importance is concerned. Um, just not that much to me. Yeah, just I not agree. that much. They bounce back. All right. With, uh, you know, with very winnable looking games, there's certainly going to be, um, you know, I don't want to say excuses, but there, there's certainly going to be factors in this game if it doesn't go our way. I mean, you know, we just we casually talk about the, the injuries, um, not casually. I mean, obviously, Rousseau's a big piece, but and Miller coming back kind of, you know, might might offset that a little bit. But you know, Rousseau and Trey are two elevenths of a of of. Of this defense they're yeah. big man i mean they're big but at the end of the day i am conditioned to talk nervously about the bills that's fair but when We're you when when it. you bring up as as many of the uh, of the um positives that you did i do think about i, I mean just this, this team belongs in the conversation of the best team in football Maybe yeah. the best team. It might be the, the best. Uh, maybe the best team of the Sean McDermott era. I mean, we're we're a fluky Jets loss away from from just absolutely putting our foot down and calling them the best team in football. Um, that loss mattered. You know, when a team's got your number, uh, it, it it definitely matters. But um, uh, you're, hey, right, God, you're right. You're right. You're right. It's numbers. funny when you got me. When you got me was when you talked about the success of the trenches and then just startled it started rattling off Josh Allen and Matt Milano. Okay. I mean, think about that. We're talking about, I didn't mention Terrell Bernard. He's spirex scene in our, you didn't even mention Steph, (laughs) you know, you didn't mention Steph or, 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 or hi. I mean, we're talking about how good this team might be in the trenches. Yeah. And then you just start throwing out guys like Allen and, and, and Milano and Steph. I, oh boy, I don't know, man. I'm going down Homer Avenue right now, but I look at this roster. Find me a real hole, man. Jarrell Bernard is not a hole at middle linebacker. Is he, you know, is he an all pro right now? No, but he's no liability. I certainly thought he was. I didn't think he was going to be starting. I said that many times. I've called myself out for it. Spencer Brown has been fine at right tackle. He's an average, maybe a little even a bit above average starting right tackle. Nothing special, but he's not killing him. Where's the hole on this football team? Where where's the weakness? I could give you maybe CB two and now corner with Trey gone. That is every reason to be your worry right now. Christian Benford, who even healthy, we've talked about this a couple times over the last few weeks. He's been, I don't know, I, I don't feel like he's been tested enough. Like you didn't see, remember, you know, in the last couple of years, Dane Jackson, whenever he's in the game, it just felt like offense and said, There's number 30. I'm gonna target him nine, 10, 11 times a game. Haven't really seen that with Benford yet this year. I think you're going to. Um, and by the way, he, he's practicing on a limited basis this week. He still had on Thursday his red non-contact jersey. Kyrie Lum might get some run. 
on Sunday. And uh, who knows how he's going to be. I, I want to, you know, believe in a first-round pick and this and that. But to me, if, you, if you're not dressing on game day unless there's injuries, that just tells me the coaches aren't high enough on you in your first-round pick. So it's can he turn it around? Can he prove us wrong? Sure. But he's got a long way to go to be able to do that, man. So that's my only legitimate concern with this football team right now is the quarterback position. And you're playing a team, by the way, with good-ass weapons. Mm-hmm. Jacksonville's got weapons, man. Calvin Ridley and Christian Kirk and Evan Ingram and Zay Jones, assuming he plays, former Buffalo Bills, really turned his career around. He's been um really good. And there's one other thing, too, that I wanted to hit on in terms of you being concerned that concerns me. This team over the last three weeks hasn't really had any adversity. Like, they've steamrolled the Raiders. They steamrolled Washington. And surprisingly, they they were never in trouble against Miami. It was never like, oh, shit, man, we're in a lot of trouble here. A little concerned how they're going to handle it being overseas if it's early in the fourth quarter and they got to make a stop on Trevor Lawrence to get the ball back. Or, you know, the other Josh Allen, who was the best Josh Allen the first time they played Jacksonville a couple years ago. That game still pisses me off. But he had three sacks last week. He's got six for the year. Dude's a beast, man. Can they stop him? And I feel like we're saying this every week with elite defensive linemen, but a lot of questions. I, they just haven't had a lot of adversity. They're, they've been front-running. They get out early, get ahead of these teams, and and keep the foot on the gas, which is great. But there hasn't been real, any real adversity right now. Hey, that's one of the reasons why I feel like if they come out of this one uh, convincingly, mm-hmm. and maybe even not convincingly, um, just come out of this one, um, it's gonna. I think it does matter, man. I think it's gonna tell us. I think it's gonna tell us quite a bit. I think it's gonna tell us quite a bit. Are they still prone to the letdown? You know, I. I, I and they have been. Yeah. I, yes. Yes. They have been. Um, what the Bills do religiously is feast on shit quarterbacks, rookie quarterbacks mediocre quarterbacks they don't beat the buffalo bills except for zach wilson in week one and that was just uh you know everything in the world that quarterback. exactly that was just whatever we don't need to get into that but trevor lawrence ain't in that class he ain't mahomes and josh allen but he's not you know he's not taylor heineke or jacoby Brissett either this guy can play football man he's good so what are you talking about <laughs> <laughs> no because I, what i'm oh, thinking okay. is what i'm thinking is so we're at the end of, of, of the patio. It's a no-smoking patio. And I, like an idiot, have gone back to smoking. Stupidest thing I could have done. But I feel like I could probably hang my – like I can hang mm. over the patio. Like So in, in reality, my, my cigarette would be off of the patio. Mm. Not going to happen. Your body, your physical body is inside of – the patio so i thought that'd be what you were gonna so say so what you're telling me is to wrap this shit up pretty soon which i don't know i mean i'm not it. i'm not jones and where are we on that sheet over there how, <laughs> I, I how much the run, have we the, kept, the run, how the, much have we kept sort of sheet? sort of the run sheet i i kinda, is anybody still watching according to your thing there's people still watching wow all right so we, we don't need to talk about trey's absence you were kind of hit on that already um talk about the university before we get to the savers and I don't know if this is a fun fact or not. You tell me if this is a fun fact, but it is a fact. <laughs> Starting this week with the Bills, only one of their next 11 games are Sunday at 1 o'clock. And after this, they play New England 1 o'clock on the road next week. After that, they don't play at 1 o'clock on Sunday again until literally New Year's Eve. 
uh, super meaningless stuff to me. I hate it. Yeah, I know. And and so do a lot of people. I see a lot of it. You don't Uh, care, though. No. God, I just like whatever time they play, the, the challenges will remain the same. Like people go into games looking at it, like minus the ones that I go to. You know, people go in and look at games and like, oh, you know, this is good for tailgating. Or this is, you know, bad for this. I look at a game and say, how exhausted am I going to be from my children at this moment? <laughs> That's fair. All right. And 1 o'clock, 4 o'clock, 8 o'clock. I, look, I'm going to find a way to be as fresh as I can to enjoy the game, um, you know, without the chaos that is, you know, the other 24-7 of, of my life. So I don't give a shit that's fair. what time football games are on. That, that, that's fair. By the way, why Bricky says quit smoking. Just so, who? <laughs> you know, I don't know, someone named why Bricky. Quit smoking. I agree with you, why Bricky. Right. Right. What, what a terrible fucking life choice by me. Um, Awful. Yeah. I, I chain smoked for 20 years, got COPD. I even, I quit smoking in 2012. So one of the few things that my bad vices that are bad that I gave up and I've been able to actually stick with. So I, yeah, I haven't smoked in 11 years, 12 years, oh, something like that, whatever. Fuck smoking. I've gone 10. I've gone 10. It's the you went 10 thing. years? 10 years. Oh. 10 years. Yo. That's rough. But I, it's my sober 40s. I call it my sober 40s. All right. And I like to think that I gained a tremendous amount of wisdom during my sober and and uh, nicotine free 40s. The 50s, the 50s came in kind of rough. <laughs> the 50s are off to a rough start. <laughs> the 50s came in kind of rough. We're back to doing some shit. <laughs> before we get oh, before, man. before we get out of here, and that is funny, man. The 50s are off to a rough start for Tone Pucks. All right. Sabers talk, man. Just for a few minutes here. Fuck we are yeah. we're a little bit Fuck we're yeah, a little Sabres less we're a little less than a week away from the regular season opening. The New York Rangers will be here next Thursday night. You want to go? No, yes. Here it is. Here it is, no. you motherfucker. No. Come on, hit me no. with another no. nah. Hit me <laughs> with another nah. I don't you are there might not be a sport. what an awful friend, and I don't even know that you're truly a Buffalo sports fan. I, you probably don't know a, a Buffalo sports fan who likes going to games less than I do. I just, but I will tell you this: you would have a better chance of convincing me to go to a Sabres game than you would a Bills game by far. Like I could be convinced to go to a Sabres game. I'm not sure that I'll be that guy, but um, you know, I am, I am starting me? to think about it. I am starting to think about who the hell I'm going to bring to this thing. You got tickets for real? Yeah, man, I grabbed one of them twenty packs. Oh, so you get like definitely the old the mini packs. De- or definitely whatever? got the open. I don't like to call them a mini pack. Why not? I, well, because you know, twenties half a season. It's not a mini anything. It's a right. twenty pack. And it's it, a half season pack. It's not a mini pack. All right. Mini packs like ten. And you, this is one of your games. How do you same general concept? Do you get to pick your games? No, they're, they're they give you, you. They give you. They give you two, like two packages. All right, they give you two packages. They they're very careful about like you know if this package has a Leaf game, then this package is getting you know Vegas. You know what I mean? Right. If this package has the opener, then this one's got 
you know, fan appreciation night. But, but within the packages, all right, you can bounce some out and bring and bring some in. Not at cost, you know what I mean? But not with a huge uptick either. It's 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 pretty fair. And I jumped in. I jumped in when people were miserable about the savers. Just before last year, I was able to get right at a price point, like right right on like you know the last row before mm -hmm. it jumps up. You know what I mean? That sort of thing. I got right onto a price point, and I'm pretty excited. But I have nobody to go to these with. Like last year, my son from Ohio, my hockey son was home, and he had a bunch of them with me. And now I got I got nobody, and it's sad. And it's sad. I'm, I'm feeling sad. Does anybody want to go to hockey games well, with me? Joanne Casilli, Puck, are you getting free pizza? Um, no, Puck's got here late, and you're going to get some wings after the show here yes, um, at Imperial. I do. I like going to Sabres games. My, my biggest thing, and, and in all seriousness, I gotta, I'm busy during the week. It's really hard during the week because of work, all kinds of shit going on. Whereas football, I just don't want to go. Anyway, Sabres, exciting time here to be a Sabres fan. And far and away, the biggest storyline, and I mean, it's not even close, is we're a week away. They only got one more preseason game, which is actually people on Friday. You'll be hearing this on Friday, so it's tonight. Um, Zach Benson is still on this roster, and I'm starting to become really convinced that Zach Benson ain't going anywhere for at least nine games, and he is skating on a line with Tage Thompson and Jeff Skinner. It's starting to become clear to me, Tone. I, tell me if, if you disagree, but he's getting that nine-game audition, and if he exceeds those expectations, maybe he sticks around. But it sure seems like he's getting those nine games. Murray got uh, cleared waivers. I don't know if you caught that. Saw today, that. But anyway, yeah. So anyway, what am I waivers? I, I thought someone might pick him up, but uh, you what? I had a little burp. I thought it might oh. be over the microphone. <laughs> no, I, you're good, man. But anyway, Zach Benson still with the Sabres on the top line. It sure seems to me that uh, a kid who was just drafted. This doesn't happen often in hockey. Unless you're like a, uh, you know, Connor McDavid or Jack Eichel or one of these prodigies, it just doesn't seem like a kid who's undersized at 18 years old is drafted and opening night is going to be wearing a Sabres uniform and not somewhere – in uh, the WHL, it's just it's nuts to me, but it seems realistic now, don't it? No doubt to the to the casual fan, um, it's probably hard to really wrap your arms around. And to the casual fan, they probably don't really give a shit about wrapping their arms mm -hmm. around the fact that a rookie's about to make this roster. Um, but you know, to the to the guy to people who follow the NHL closely enough to know the process of of a, a, a newly drafted player, you, you know what I mean, and what that timeline looks like, especially after five, after the, like, pick five, mm -hmm. it's bananas, man. It's bananas. Like, you appropriately called it the biggest story at camp. I mean, he's 12 or 13. I don't remember whatever he, whatever he was in the draft. But guys like that just don't make NHL rosters in their draft year and um here's the thing though he looks good in here's the thing i thought about yeah yeah no no I mean, i'm only saying that because well, i know what you're saying generally like, yeah, not, yeah 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 I'm, right. I'm not saying it because sure. I, I think they're gonna go the other way they're gonna get killed if they go the other way with it but here's something that i'm wondering if people are really even doing in the excitement of 
holy cow, we might have this shiny new toy that we did not expect to start this season. What about the prospect of how fucking good he's going to be? What about that, man? Yeah, like, I think we're all so caught up in, holy cow, this guy's going to make the season, you know, going to make the roster out of camp. And, you know, he's going to have those ups and downs and all those things. But how about sitting with the fact of, is he going to be a better nine than the one? That fucking we traded away a year plus ago. Yeah. Are you are you not prepared to have that conversation? He's about to make. He's about to. He's about to blow your mind by making this team out of camp. Yeah. All right, and he's earned it too. with the number with the number of the guy. I don't all right, that basically basically started this all by the haul that we got for him when he sent him fucking packing. Yeah, fuck him. <laughs> not a Jack Eichel guy here, man. You don't notice that Jack Eichel bobblehead behind you when we're doing shows in uh hey, look, in look, look, look. All right. Oh, in the studio, you mean? Yeah. All right. I'm just saying you got I got Patrick Kane stuff all over the place it's here. And, and 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 Jack Eichel. I'm I can only <laughs> I can only not sound off on one. All right. I bite my lip on 88 because I noticed like honestly, is I had, is every single Blackhawk player on the bubble hockey just 88 Kane? <laughs> like, where I, the fuck? Yeah. Like, I'm looking at I'm looking at I'm like, hey, bubble hockey, Sabres and fucking Blackhawks. Funny like, side. Connor Bedard. I had uh, Chris Baker. And then it hit me. I had Chris Baker here a couple of weeks ago, and the, this was when the reports first surfaced that uh, the Sabres had interest in Kane. And I said, if there's one, and he's like, the, you know, popular opinion, no, no, no. I said, well, there's one area that you're in right now, and you are here, buddy. Anyway, yes, I, I completely agree about Benson. You know, potentially, even if not as a rookie, he'll have he'll flash. But going the, the potential of him becoming a stud player on a team that's already got so many good young players, which, by the way, uh, Kulik and Rosine were sent to Rochester. So, again, that path is just getting wider and wider and wider. I would call it an upset right now if Zach Benson doesn't start sure. the season. Oh, yeah. I don't think Kevin Adams wanted this, though. No. I think – Kevin Adams wanted him to go back for another year no, to the world. Well, here's the thing, though. I, I think the Sabres, before the injury, and that's bullshit, all right, that the, that the kid got injured in the prospect bullshit. But prior to the injury, I think the Sabres saw Matt Savoy. Sure. As, He's as, back now, but you know, yes, yes. As, well, did he practice today? Or I, did he, I, did, I think he did. I don't know for tomorrow. sure. Whatever. He's, you know, he's back in the mix. Yeah. Actually, I mean, honestly, this injury is probably going to be able to send him to Rochester when that was like was never, he wouldn't have been able cards. to. Yeah, but I think I, I think Savoy was probably the one that they most figured would give them this this conundrum. Uh, so they were prepared for it in in a sense, right? They were prepared for it with Savoy, and then or it just, Kulik, and and then it just well I, Kulik didn't have the same sort of could only go back to juniors uh thing attached right okay yeah so what i'm saying is they were they were prepared for the the you know the nine game trial or lose them for you know this the season um you know back to mind and i don't even know that that's the case like we get so hung up on not burning a year of of the elc of the entry-level contract but does that really mean that you know, we can't send them back to juniors and then just and then bring them back. I mean, so what if we if we 
if we burn year one? Does he not, you know, have the ability to come back to Buffalo if he were to go down? So I don't know that stuff, but I, I think that, that, you know, um, that's really neither here nor there. He's the story is making it out of out of camp in his draft year. It's an it's an insane story. And thank God the Sabres have that story because I think some of the other stuff that we're seeing, you know, in, in terms of line combinations um, and, you know, the, they're right back in that same spot with three goalies. I think there are some things going on outside of Benson that have people kind of like, well, all right, what are we going to do? Because I don't love, for example, Victor Olofsson in my top six. Is that really my top six? You know, with Middlestat and Tuck together, I don't know. But I think if they were without the Benson excitement, people would be potentially a little worried about some of the other things that are playing out at camp. Yeah, um, I, I think if it weren't, weren't out for Benson, I think there's no question that Tuck would be back with Skinner. And um, although, and Joe Yurden has talked about this a lot on the last couple of weeks with the show, he's he said it a lot. Tuck and Middlestat played great hockey together last year, and Joe's really, really high on that combination. Yeah, look, him making a team and maybe being the ninth forward on a line with, Middle stat in Greenway that maybe that wouldn't excite me as much as it does in potentially playing with Tage and with uh with Jeff Skinner. And you tell all those other lines, these were the practice lines on Thursday. And again, normally it would be not a big deal. And once the season starts, shit'll get moved around anyway, I'm sure. But this is kind of feels like this is what you're going to see on opening night. So you add Tuck or middle stat centering Tuck and Greenway, um, cousins with Paterka and Olivson. I know you don't like that. And then you got Krebs centering on that fourth line, which Krebs is picking a really good fourth line center on Mach Poso and Gergesons. So as things stand right now, if Benson makes the team and is in that lineup, it's very likely Tyson Joe starts the year as a 13 forward. You got you already know who your sixth defensemen are. It's just a small question of do the pairing stick. Darlene's playing with Clifton, Power Yokiharu, and uh Eric Johnson's playing with us, Samuelson. I, I it comes down to the three goalies thing again. Do they go into the season with three goalies? I really, really hope they don't. Because if they do, then somebody who we just named is not going to be on this roster. Well, Stillman and um, Bryson, for sure, that one of those two guys ain't going to be on this roster. I just really hope that they don't keep three goalies. And I don't love Olafson either. I'm just biding my time with him right now. Quinn will be back at some point. Maybe Savoy gets up. Maybe Kulik gets up. I, I just I think Olafson is who he is at this point. He's not going to learn how to play five by five hockey better than what he has. So why the fuck is he playing with two people as important as Cousins and Paterka? Because I, I, maybe it's because of the other line chemistry. You know, maybe moving Greenway hurts that middle stat tuck line. I, I that fourth line is solid. I mean, the first line is solid. So it's that second and third line. If you're going to have Olafson there, hey, maybe Olafson he was healthy scratch plenty last year. Maybe Tyson Jones gets in the lineup. After a game or two ahead of him, hell, maybe he gets in the lineup opening night ahead of him. Like I, you know, I I say this a lot to uh, to our buddy Scully when it comes to the Bills when we're talking about Kyrie Elam and Sean McDermott. Like in one breath, we're so trusting of McDermott as an evaluator and a schemer and stuff like that, so we can't turn around and question why the hell Kyrie Elam's not on the field if you're gonna if you're mcdermott you know if you're a fan of his ability to see what's going on 
I think the same is true. I, I, I think Don Granado is nearing a place where he should be afforded, you know, the same sort of uh, leniency with his decisions, despite not winning quite yet. He's proven to really have a pulse mm -hmm. of his roster and his lineup. But, man, I can't figure out Olofsson. I just – this is a guy who was a, was a healthy scratch down the stretch last year when this team – you know, went like nine, one and one down the stretch or something. They did it without him. And all of a sudden, after an injury to such a key youngster who was going to be so pivotal this year, the first guy in line to fill that spot is the guy that you scratched for the last 10 games last year when you were playing your best hockey. I can't make sense of it. Yeah, um I can't make sense of Olafson skating with us. And we don't have the luxury. You know, I feel like no one's going to get this reference. I feel like Gene Hackman and Crimson Tide. They're fueling their missiles. We don't have time to fuck around. <laughs> we don't have time to fuck around this year, man. Um, All right. These points matter. I, I don't bring down a Paterka Cousins line with Victor Olafson. I think if Quinn doesn't get hurt, they probably would have gave away Olafson to anybody. They maybe they still do. And again, I think Tyson Jones. All the more reason to scratch your head over why he'd be skating on such an important group right now. I feel like maybe not on game one of 82, but by eight to 10 games, Tyson Jones is going to be in this lineup. Whether he's in the lineup because Zach Benson gets his audition and gets sent back, whether he's in this lineup because Olafson sucks and Tyson Jones just takes his spot, injury, whatever. Tyson Jones is going to be in this lineup. I just. It gets tricky. It gets tricky because Jost likely slots in, uh, you know, with Gergensen's and Akposo, and then it's like, all right, where does Krebs go? Um, it it yeah. gets tricky. It, 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 it right now, obviously, he wants it. He wants it to work. I think the 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 middle stat, um, talk Greenway line. <laughs> I mean, could easily be considered part of the top six. Hell, on some nights they may be humming better than Thompson's line. Sure. There, there are a lot of scenarios, and obviously, why he's doing this is he's spreading the, you know, spreading the talent out amongst the, uh, you know, amongst the top nine. But um, man, it's it's gonna, it's just every time Olofsson does something to affect, you know, that line of two players that. I think are very, very highly thought of in Cousins and Paterka. Oh. We're going to go nuts on the fact that Olofsson doesn't belong there. And you know what's crazy, too, though? is And, and I, I think you're right about Olofsson as a player, generally speaking, but he's so streaky, and he does get hot. Like he'll fill up the net. He'll, oh, he'll score. He'll God. score. He'll score four goals in six I've games. got seven takes. I've got games. seven takes from this podcast that could go to fucking hell. All right, by the third week of October. And honestly, most of what I've said today has has not been that um, you know, positive towards the local team. So I'm hoping that a number of my my takes from this podcast go to hell sooner than later. Last question for you, man, regarding the goalies. How much do you think preseason matters? If you're talking look, Devin Levi's your number one. He's going into the season as the number one. UPL has not played well in the preseason. Comrie has played well in the preseason. UPL is the guy that they've invested more in. Um, 
He's still young enough. Comrie is uh, on a second year of a two-year deal. There's a lot of shit going on with that. Like, what? How much do you think the preseason actually matters? What? What? Hold on, man. Talk to you after the show. Here we go. Go ahead. Somebody's behind us live, right? Yes. Go ahead. Yes. This is live. (laughs) Go ahead. Don't don't engage. Go ahead, man. Let ask answer the question. How much do you think that the goaltending matters in the preseason if he's... If All he's right, after I answer this question, though, I'm not looking to engage, but can I tell a story about people <laughs> who tell me not to engage? And I did, because it was like refing tonight. It's a bear, it, you know, it's... Go it, ahead. It, it matters. It matters. Yeah, it matters. I don't know what he was asking. I don't care. I, I just, I want to tell my story about engaging. I was hoping <laughs> to get it out. Um... Oh boy! A lot of yeah, times yo, Adams, Adams, when... Adams, Adams is in a tough spot with UPL. I mean, it because preseason playing tonight. Yo, look, the, so they're the, both done with the preseason. The the, the, the the preseason does matter. It mattered in this particular case. All right, two dudes, um, you know, had a battle. All right, I, I mean, honestly, Comrie, Com- there there was a battle. Yeah. All yeah. right, for an NHL level job, <laughs> you know, plain and simple. And sometimes, man, unfortunately, the, you know, that battle needs to be figured out in a period, in a shorter period of games, preseason. Mm-hmm. That's just the way it is. Comrie has, has won the job as far as I'm concerned. And now it's a matter of, you know, can Adams hold out long enough to try to get something for UPL or does he, you know, if I'm a GM, I'm, I'm calling Kevin Adams bluff. All right, look, sorry, bro. I ain't giving you that fourth or fifth. I know the spot you're in. You got to fucking send them through waivers and I'm going to snatch them there. So you're, are you keeping three then? Adams. If he's not one of your top two, is he worth, is he worth maybe losing that eighth defenseman, that luxury of having that second extra defenseman on your everyday roster? That's what it comes down to. Would you accept a I don't give a shit as an answer? I would. I mean, fuck it. If look, if Adams <laughs> thinks if Adams thinks somewhere uh, somehow, all right, somebody gets nicked in within 2 weeks and and goes ahead with the uh and you know, parts with a with a fourth or a fifth or something like that and Adams wants to play chicken for 2 weeks with the roster, knock yourself out, Kev. Right. I, I don't know. He Kevin Adams knows, you know, what the market would look like for his eighth defenseman versus his third goalie. Do what you got to do, Kev. Fair enough. All right, let's end this with your engagement story. What were you talking about here? As in, uh, by the way, just for, for people who happen to be watching this, even if not live, the next day, this dude's still lurking around. So don't be shocked, him and two other people, if he's back in this camera shot on the on the video side. Because most people listen to this, I actually don't even watch the video. They're listening to this. And I think the video is so much better. Like honestly, the video is super mm. fun. The video is super fun. Do you listen on the few podcasts that you probably watch or listen to regularly? Do you prefer watching something as opposed to listening to it? I'm a, I'm still an audio podcast guy. Most of our listenership is too. I like yeah. the video. It's fun. Ah, the video is super fun. Right, tell actually, me I'll tell you what I am. I'm a barstool guy. I know that you know yeah. people are are hit or miss with barstool. Yeah. I, I I love the video and audio side with uh with sure. Barstool. I think right. I think they're a ton of fun. Tell All the right. story. Um with your mic closer. With my mic closer. 
No, so you know when we're when we're leaving a football game as a referee, the one of the first rules is you take your shirt off. You don't wear you don't wear your stripes. All right, in into the car. parking lot. You don't wear your stripes outside sure. of the parking lot because you simply don't want to put yourself in a position to right. you know for someone to see you or something like that. So sure enough, tonight I wanted to get out of there before it got busy. I'm, I'm definitely <laughs> I'll, I'll never name. Uh, the old men in my in in my association would lose their shit if they even knew that I mentioned that I refereed football on a podcast. But I, you know, I'm a very remedial, you know, middle of the pack ref. Anyways, I don't sure. get any important games. Um. So, so the deal is we don't wear we we don't wear our stripes in or out. But I wanted to get the hell out of there tonight, so I wore my stripes out. Right. So I'm driving through the parking lot, and the dad, you know, saw the stripes as I, as I was driving by him and he was like, I don't complain much, but you guys were bad tonight. You know, I'm <laughs> fucking driving in my car. Now, listen, we are, we are totally trained to just, and, and some guys, you know, they, they're, they're very serious about it. You know, have a good night, sir. Have a good night, sir. That doesn't seem like you. That though. is, I, I mean, I'm, I'm like, shut your mouth, <laughs> shut your mouth. And, and I'm laughing the whole time. Like, I'm not, I don't take the least bit offense to it, but just, just so you know, all right, where I'm coming from, when you tell me not to engage, it ain't fucking <laughs> happening, bro. All right. Cause if my man comes back, you're going to have to find a way to wrap this up. Cause I'm going to have some fun and it is probably going to be embarrassing for somebody. I don't know. Yeah. But I just, I can't help myself. I can't help myself. If he comes back in my, in my mix. Like I'm going to have to, uh, you know, I'm, well, I'm going to have to poke he, fun he, at he's him. Not I'm going to have to be a big pitcher. He's not because we're actually done with this episode. Hold well, on. I don't well, want to hear that shit. Let me look at the rest. No, of we're done, dude. I just, let <laughs> me look done. at the rest of that. There's more to go. There's less to There's go. There's more to go. There's less to go. We are done here live from Imperial Pizza. Never Where a dull moment. Never Where a dull moment. With my Where is he? Oh, he left. He left. Oh, the guy left. The guy left. Um, no show. I'm gonna tear live. these wings up, dude. Go ahead with your shout. No show live here next week. Two weeks from now, I'm gonna have Alex Brasky, Bills beat reporter from Batavia, be with us. Got a big show coming up next Saturday. Details about that next week as well. But anyway, one more time here from Imperial Pizza, Pat Moran, Bertone Pucks. Have a good night and uh, a good weekend. And we will be back after the Bills game for another show on Sunday. Take care. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. 
Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.